I'm Brian Hu. I'm Ada Singh. And welcome to Saturday School. When your friends are watching Saturday morning cartoons, you're being forced to learn Asian American pop culture history. Hi everyone, welcome back to Saturday School. Today we're talking about a film called Loins of Punjab Presents. I like any film with the word loins in it. Yes. <laughs> That's why I was chosen. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you are enjoying this wonderful function. So this movie is a mockumentary from 2007. And what we realized recently is that 2007 was a very big year for Asian American mockumentaries. So not only was there... Loins of Punjab Presents, directed by Manish Acharya, but there was also Justin Lin's Finishing the Game and Grace Lee's American Zombie. And all were kind of clever skewering of things that we had seen from usual kind of identity films from Asian American cinema, but it seemed like Asian American cinema was getting real self-conscious and wanted to laugh at a lot of its own tropes. And this was also during the time where reality singing competitions were really popular. I guess they're still popular. So in the movie, Loins of Punjab is a very successful pork loin company. And the heads of that company decide that they want to put on a singing competition, kind of like a Bollywood idol. So this particular singing competition takes place in New Jersey. What makes this film so entertaining is precisely like all the different kinds of characters, that, personalities that you might see colliding in a competition like this. Yeah, so let's go through the competitors. The woman who is trying to like show up, another like rival woman. But she already has assumed that she will win because she's already better than everyone else. The cash award is $25,000 and I intend to win it and donate it to a fundraiser. And she already kind of talks to the press and kind of promotes Yeah, she, she will stop at nothing, no, ma like, no matter how ethical or not. It's like the villain role. Yeah. It helps that she's somewhat of a recognizable face. Played by Shabana Azmi, who's actually a... Yeah, she's huge from Bollywood. Yeah. I love the family supporting Preeti, which is this teenager who's clearly very talented, but very shy and doesn't really want to be here. And, you know, the entire family shows up. Sanjeev Patel, Siris Patel, Sailas Patel, Santos Patel. With t-shirts with her name on it. <laughs> You have the guy who's like, he wants to do bonger music where everybody else does Bollywood songs. Played by Ajay Naidu from uh, Office Space. I'm so sick of these new jacks with their old flows. My rhymes are like lyrical arrows unleashed from mythical bows. I run through the night screaming, Jock Raho, Jock Raho. So His character, I think his name is Turban Notorious BDG. And it's like making fun of like the people who take like this sort of thing way too seriously. You're the best. I'm the best. You're the best. I'm the best. Who are you? I am the best. There's the white guy with the Indian-American girlfriend. Actually, the first time I went to India, I felt as if I'd been there before. Maybe you were Indian in your past life. And that's why it was a very good idea to sign you up for Desi Idol. Yes. He knows like two Hindi songs and he's going to enter this competition. I kind of did like how they did it, though. I guess you might expect it to be more critical, kind of your white guy with an Indian fetish. And that would be completely valid, too. But I feel like the way that they portray him, his name is Josh Cohen, is just 100% earnesty. <laughs> and there's something 
really sweet about him you know it's like you want to hate him but you can't so i don't know yeah i mean i it's i think like for me like in the context of like post 9-11 the script of like indian americans are traditionally considered foreigners in this country here they, they flip it around so that it's like the the white guy in this in this loins of Punjab uh, presents singing show becomes the foreigner. I think I mean that's kind of funny, but like I think in the context politically, I I, I don't find it that funny. I feel like it's probably less funny because you're worried that white people are gonna be like, see, reverse racism. <laughs> Yeah, whereas, yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm talking whereas, about. like, you know, if you actually understand the context, you're like, yeah, well, you know, on one side, there's like hate crimes and people think you're terrorists. And on the other side, they just don't want you to win a singing competition. <laughs> so yeah, it's not yeah. quite the same thing. Yeah, but, but the, the film like contains all of this, all of that in it, the, the political context. Yeah, but also yeah. just like this insane farce where anything goes. So within that yeah. context, it's like... Why not? We'll, we'll let a guy like this run wild. No one's quite sure that the terms in which he should be allowed to participate. And that's funny. Yeah, yeah. New York is so stagnant here. Now, Bollywood. The aspiring actress who wants to make it big in Bollywood, but she doesn't understand Hindi. So, so, so she's like the, the flip side of, of the white guy who... And that's, that's where like the identity stuff comes in. Like, What checkboxes do you need to, to be able to check in order to say that you qualify as Indian enough? to participate in the show and it's, it's totally making fun of all, like the even idea the mere thought that there could be a checklist so that that's that's where a lot of the fun comes from yeah it's kind of your ultimate ensemble film because there isn't really one character you're following the entire way it just keeps jumping from character to character to character but you really get to know all of them and you really follow each of their individual stories yeah, and I, honestly, like I, I'm watching it, I don't really care who wins. Like, like the more you watch it, the more you realize just what a silly show this is, and you just want to see like all the hijinks that happen along the way. It's like this big party. It just feels so fun to be in the middle of it. <laughs> this is this great tradition of Indian American comedies that often doesn't don't get talked about quite as much. And like the more I think about it, like the more I like Lens of Punjab Presents, kind of within that tradition. Before that, there were also films like Where's the Party Are and American Chai. And later on, like Karma Calling. It's also kind of the same setup as Miss India America, which came out almost a decade later. And I would even put something like Meet the Patels in that tradition, too, even though that's a documentary. I think part of the fun in watching this, since it was almost 10 years ago, is that since then, there have been bigger Bollywood idol type competitions, like one called Bollywood Star, which started in Australia, but there's also a version of it in Canada. I can speak to the Canadian one because I've seen that one. They scour all of Canada looking for somebody who dreams of being a Bollywood star. The prize is that you get a role in a Bollywood film. And really, if you watch that reality competition, there's some similarities to this fake mockumentary. Because in that competition, there was also like a white girl who was competing. <laughs> so the brilliance of Lawrence of Punjab Presents is that it was mocking something that hadn't even taken off yet. Compliments of Lions of Punjab! I saw this movie at the Indian Film Festival of Los Angeles, and it always stuck out to me just for its humor, but also the director. There's also another movie called Sita Sings the Blues that was an animated film, and the director was one of the voices in it. So in that film, you really get a sense of his his voice and just kind of what a fun person he seemed to be. So part of the reason that I especially wanted to highlight this film was because unfortunately, the director passed away just a couple years after making the film in a freak horse accident. 
And the director is a guy who plays one of the characters in the film. And his character is actually just so sweet. There's like a love story in the film that he's a part of. And there's a moment where he he's sort of fighting for, not for the girl, but what did I say? The girl's been wronged and he's fighting for justice on her behalf. And because it's a singing competition, as he's defending her, he does it through song. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the most Bollywood moment in the film where um, yeah, it's yeah, kind of this totally character right. who is yeah. a little bit shy. It, that's where earnestness is really comes out most effectively. He can become yeah, the hero. Yeah, and I think even in the film, I mean, obviously the director is the one who kind of came up with the whole story, directed the whole film, but even in front of the camera, his character kind of represents the soul of the film. Even though I didn't know him at all, I remember reading about his death and being really bummed about it because you just felt like, you know, you got a glimpse of his soul. He was someone who had pursued his film career late, and he ended up going to NYU. It was like his NYU thesis film, and it won an award at the Indian Film Festival of LA, amongst other places, and it like kind of definitely showcased the huge promise of a new comedic voice. So this is his first film and his only film he was able to make, even though he had so much in the pipelines when he passed away. If you read any sort of interview with him, he was talking about like all these films he had in development. Like there was some film that he was going to film partially in Tokyo. It just seemed like, you know, he was definitely someone who was thinking outside the box. Yeah, you you get the sense that like he he had a lot to share and that he, he wanted to take us to a lot more places. So. It's so important to talk about movies like this now because he never had the chance to like develop an actual career out of it. So it's easy for a movie like this to get lost. That's why it's so important to, to bring him out of the vaults and remind ourselves that these films are on Amazon and, and, and YouTube. Yeah, and actually this film played in India, and I think it did fairly well. Yeah, I remember reading some reviews on it from India. And I think yeah. having a recognizable star in it helps too. Yeah. But also, like I think, it, yeah, like we were saying, like it captures a certain kind of Bollywood spirit from from outsider perspective. So that's our episode. If you like Learn to Punjab the movie, they also made a music video, Dole Beat. That's pretty good. Saturday School is a proud member of Potluck, a collective of podcasts that feature stories and voices from the Asian American community. Saturday School is produced by me and Brian. Our logo is by Grace Tallis Lee. Our theme song is courtesy of Rimsky Music and Premium Beat. We have a Tiny Letter newsletter that you can sign up for to get lecture notes. Tiny Letter slash Saturday School podcast. Or if you have any questions or comments, you can tweet us. I'm at Ada Singh, A-D-A-T-S-E-N-G, and Brian is at Who's Brian, H-U-S-B-R-I-A-N. Next week will be a special episode that we recorded live at the Comedy Comedy Fest in August. We invited director Michael Kang to talk about how the 1982 action comedy They Call Me Bruce influenced his life and career. So that's your assignment for the week. Class dismissed.